Hello and welcome back to Guy and Doll Podcast. A movie podcast, but not about movies this time. It's a pop culture podcast. I'm your guy, JJ Perkins. I'm your doll, Hannah Story. And this time around the horn, we're going to be talking about... What? No, keep going. Talking about the hottest thing on the planet for like at least four more hours. So we're getting this in just under the wire. No, no, no. It's going to be like eight months of this. Ugh, we're going to have to live this I know. Life. It's exhausting. It's, it's going to be... Ugh. We're talking... We're going to talk... We're going to take a break from format a little bit and talk not about a movie or a TV show, but a music video slash song. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift's new single, Look What You Made Me Do, because it's like either that or Hurricane Harvey, and that's too depressing right now. Yeah. Uh, so, but before we get to that, what's, what have, what have you been doing? Um, what, what have you been listening to or watching or what's been your comfort food the past two weeks? Um, nothing. I, mostly I want to talk about Logan Lucky. Yeah, no, me too. Because we saw a really fantastic movie that has done terribly and nobody's watching and nobody gets. Um, I mean... The like it's critically well liked. Well, yeah, obviously it's a great <laughs> movie, but I mean the population as a whole. It's kind of just. I think it had to do with their advertising gimmick thingy they did. Not gimmick, but brilliant idea that didn't. No, I don't. I don't. So, Logan Lucky's the movie by. No longer retired director Steven Soderbergh. He back. Uh, he famously said he was going to retire because he didn't want to... He was tired of making movies, and then he spent his retirement making a movie and a TV show, <laughs> and now he's back to making movies proper, not just, like, HBO movies. Yeah. Uh, and part of part of the reason he came back is he came up with this quasi-new distribution model where essentially he sold off all the, like, foreign rights and streaming rights ahead of time to finance the movie which, like, is a old-school kind of indie way, like, 80s pre-Sundance way of financing a movie. I mean, it just makes sense. And was only going to spend a limited amount of money on marketing and was only going to market it in uh, the Midwest and the South because it's a movie that, take that like, speaks more to the, those cultures than the traditional marketing blitz of New York and L.A. And it only grossed $8 million in its first weekend. And I think it's up to 15 now, maybe. I don't know. Last weekend was like the worst weekend since 9-11. Yeah, I saw that. I I mean, nobody went to the movies. I don't... Do you well, there was, no, there was nothing, nothing. out. Um, what, were you going to go see Leap? Well, I heard, I heard someone joke about like, we were going to go see Leap. And I was like, don't even... Why... Gun, you you made tentative plans to go see it? Not you. No. Like, I was like, don't yell at me. I'm not going to see it. I'm all about a dance movie. I'm all about a cartoon. I'm all about um, Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. doing three parts. I'm not about Maddie Ziegler. No thank you. Yeah, you are the least forgiving person when it comes to her her rise. She has true talent and has been like soiled by everybody. Soiled? That's a strong word. I mean, just don't ruin a child. <laughs> just don't do it. Is she ruined? I don't, I mean. No, her career's on the rise as ever. I mean, she's going to be a guest judge on Project Runway next week. Thank God, because it's a dance challenge, which I don't stand by what they're doing for next week. So next week they're doing a, um, they're creating like a dance costume for this new like fad where girls wear point shoes but do hip hop dancing and it's really really bad form and really bad technique and it's bad for your body like I, I I get if it's like fun and kitsch but it's it's genuinely like if this takes off anymore people are going to be injured and it's going to be it's I mean it's going to be bad what don't let your daughters grow up to be hip hop ballerinas hip hop ballerinas don't do it I mean at least get them proper ballet training and then let them do ballet technique. I don't know. To hip hop music, do a hip hop ballet class where they do ballet to hip hop music. Don't form the two styles because it's really 
Ugh, I just, their ankles, they need those. Those are forming years. Anyway, um, so yeah, Maddie, I didn't know I was so passionate about this, but. I did. You did? Yeah, every time her face shows up anywhere, you go up, you talk for like five minutes about how you don't like um, it. I think the. We'll get back to talking about Logan Lucky, but. Yeah, the deal breaker with Maddie Ziegler was when she was a judge for So You Think You Can Dance. But I, I, didn't they have kids on as contestants that season? Yeah, but she's she still shouldn't judge just because she's a fellow child. <laughs> that's like any other thing where a child judges another child. That's not right. She's not an expert in the field. She's very good at this. She hasn't earned her right, I don't think, to be a judge. I, I know they did it for publicity. I mean, yeah, but I don't. But I don't say I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, Logan Lucky. Um, did I say that right? Yeah. I keep switching it. Lucky right? Logan. Yeah. Um, has all of our favorite people in it. Yeah, and it's because they all own a piece of the movie. They, I they mean, all worked for scale and own a piece of the movie. They had so much fun. Yeah. No, it's it's great. It's Soderbergh's like, just, it's like, oh, he's he's one of those directors like Nolan or like even like Terrence Malick. We're like, sure, I'll come do one sing. I'll do one sing for you. Hey, uh, Seth MacFarlane can wear a wig and do a weird accent for three sings. That was weird, right? Yeah, no, I loved it. Like, it worked, it, but... Oh, it worked, but it was very odd. I mean, so this movie, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Riley Keough. Adam Driver with one... With one with arm. half arm. Yeah, half arm. Uh, Hillary Swank. Uh, Katie Holmes. Katie, I almost said Kate Hudson, but I knew that wasn't Not it. Not Kate Hudson. Not Kate Hudson. Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Who was her husband? Uh, What's that guy's name? I forget. He's in so yeah. many things. Uh, and then and he's great. Yeah, and Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig introducing Daniel Craig as a bleach blonde. <laughs> bleach blonde, explosive expert hillbilly. Oh my god, he's so, he's so good. Yeah, so, he was great. I mean, they were all perfect. The um, relationship with the brothers was and and the sister. Adam Driver and Channing Tatum. The plot of the movie is Adam Driver or Channing Tatum has gets has hatches this plan to rob uh the charlotte motor speedway and so he but it's all for his daughter yeah so it's for his daughter because katie holmes his uh ex-wife is about to move her his daughter across state lines and he can't hold down a job because he blew out his knee playing football katherine waterson's also in the movie she's got like literally three scenes (laughs) um the there's a scene because they break spoilers i mean this whole podcast is spoilers they break this out. This is a spoilers podcast. That's what we should have called it. Um, no, I, God, don't say it to you. They break Daniel Craig and Adam Driver out of a prison. And um, the prison, like, they work a deal with all the other inmates. But the peanut butter on the camera, that's a real thing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I found that out recently, and I was like, that's crazy. Someone escapes that way. <laughs> that's crazy people escape from prison all kinds of crazy ways it's that only way to do it is a crazy yeah. way um it's just a charming movie whether you're from a small town or not you could appreciate the small town mentality well, of it's it. not even like small town necessarily but particularly like that part of the south like overgrowth meets suburbia yeah like i mean that's part, kind of what i meant yeah yeah um, and we're from a town that it felt very much true to people we know. Um, I mean, the, 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 the even, like, the location scouting for the house that Joe Bain lives in, in the, the yeah. movie, like, it's just run down, but not, like, ugly. Right. But, you know, still working, but it's not, like, Ideal. anything you would bat yeah. your eyes at, like... It's it's so it's a movie that is very uh, focused on people being good to each other and just trying to get by in the face of kind of faceless bureaucracy. I mean that that makes the movie sound more austere than it actually is. It's a hoot, man. This movie's a fucking hoot. It's it is AI. so clever. The in the 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 scheme that the characters to borrow a pull line from off, the movie. It's Ocean Seven Eleven. The, I mean, or, yeah, because they call him Ocean 7-Eleven. Yeah, that's, that's... Yeah. Which... Steven, there was another one. Steven Soderbergh directed Ocean's Eleven. No, I know that. Uh, what was the other nickname for the robbers? 
just like hillbilly bandits or something. Yeah, it was just, I mean, even thoughtful things like that. um, Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam's in it? Yeah. He's hilarious. I mean, go see it. It's it's worth seeing. Go see it twice. Yeah, I want to see it. Go see it. Go get a drink. Go back and see it again. It makes you want to hang out at a bar called Duct Tape. (laughs) I never thought that would be a thing for me, but I want to hang out with those people and hear their stories and um the last, the last shot of the movie i think is my favorite like last shot of this year it's so heartwarming and genteel and caring yeah. it's 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 a thing that's like both measured and lively it's soderbergh has now reached this kind of like Hoxian, spielbergian god level where he just mm-hmm. kind of like vomits up a perfect movie I mean, he, the the dude just works so fast, and he's so good at finding color and artistry in just, like, an empty hallway. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I love, I mean, I love anything Adam Driver does. That kid can act. Man, he's a man. Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a veteran. He, yes. I mean. Both in real life and the movie. In the movie. And he, his character... Has so much to say, but doesn't say anything, really. Yeah. He it, talk a lot. But, I mean, the few things he does say, you find out he's like a conspiracy theorist. I love that. Because how many conspiracy theorists do we know in this town? A million, including myself. It was it was so dreamy. <laughs> there were so many things. Anyway, um, and then Channing Tatum just wanted to do right by his daughter. That scene where she sings... Ugh. Country Roads at her pageant. I was crying. I, yeah. I mean, tears, she, man. She picked that song because he suggested it. And she's like, no, Daddy, I'm going to do Umbrella by Rihanna. Because it was a talent. It was a pageant. And that was a talent portion. And she, he shows up just in the nick of time. Because wouldn't you know it, he was busy robbing a bank. And not a bank. A, well. A racetrack. Kind of. Well. A bank was a vault. A bank vault. True. I'm right. Ish. Anyway, he shows up, she sees him, and she just goes off script and sings that for her daddy. It's so sweet. That's all I got. Well, I can talk about this some more, but I also, we, you know. We we got a lot to say. We got a lot to say. But I want to take a quick moment to mention, uh, like, Logan Lucky's been great. Right. It was great, great movie. Like, one of the best times I had in movies this year, but... Man, Twin Peaks is on a whole nother fucking level. I'm someday I, I will. I am I'm I'm not totally caught up yet, but I can't imagine. I mean, holy shit. David Lynch just went away for, you know, five years or whatever, and or almost ten, I think Inland Empire was two thousand seven. Um and uh came and just fucking knocked it out of the park i mean it is a, such a powerful piece of i mean it's it's film it's it's filmmaking through and through it's creepy it's heartwarming it's goofy i can't all i want to do is sit down and watch it it's so enthralling the way he draws you in to this world that it's both familiar and frightening, which is which is like the key Lynch thing. But there's something doubly uh, sinister and impressive about this the this third revival season of Twin Peaks because of the specific familiarity that Twin Peaks brings. Yeah, and not even so much the familiarity, but just like the pall of death that hangs over the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, is, like, can be just heart-wrenching. Right. Or, 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 I mean, not like heart-wrenching, but, like, just devastating. But the way that he's able to find those kind of perfect Lynchian moments of oddball humanity in the face of uh, utter vile adversity is... I'm, I mean, I cry every ta- every every hour. Something, like... And, like, like kind of, like, a deep, like, oh, I need to go talk to my parents, or, oh, yeah. like, I need to start Yeah, that's why I'm not watching it, because I, I know I'm not in a good place to watch it, and someday I will be. I really want to. 
I just know, like, no, it's not the time. I can't handle that right now. It's, it's, it. I mean, but it looks visually. The few things I've seen are beautiful. Well, and he's he's doing such a good job of of using the kind of like clean uncanniness of digital photography to capture that kind of uncanniness of day to day existence and fighting against. Um, the evil that that we as humans have unleashed upon the world. And everyone's great in it, but to speak specifically about Kyle MacLachlan, who is playing um, essentially three different characters, and he's performing them all beautifully. I mean, it is, it is the... Per- he's aged so well. It is the performance of a lifetime. And the fact that... Like, it's even... You, he just makes you appreciate through the sheer like force of his talent and dedication the little things of his performance. Like he, the way he differentiates between two different characters by having the more doe-eyed one having his chin jutted out like a turtle, so he looks up and curious at the world, and then having the more menacing of his two characters be this kind of very stoic um, snake oil like grease monster who's both flat and rigid uh, like in, in his physical presence uh is incredible and and the to give a specific mention to uh episode eight which is um jesus fucking christ there's a like 15 minute avant-garde sound collage in the middle of the episode i mean that aired on television pay cable but still, uh, it's it is a it is a career work from one of the true masters of American, uh, particularly American cinema, and I'm I'm in awe of it every week, and I never want it to end. You okay? Yeah, it's just it's great. It's That's great good. stuff. Um, quick U-turn, driving down a different way. Are you finished? I mean, I can be. I don't want. I mean, I, if you have more, continue. No, no. But it sounded like a beautiful place to end a beautiful yeah. topic. Um, Real Housewives. <laughs> First of all, I love that this season of Real Housewives in New York is like my first season I've actually liked of them because it has been a crazy season. It has Lu- been. Luann, the Countess. She kept falling in Mexico. Kept falling in Mexico. But more importantly, fell out of her marriage. Her marriage, <laughs> and she's doing an interview with Andy Cohen about it. She's gonna talk about it after this whole time, acting like, "Oh, Tom is fine. Everything is fine. Oh, he likes to talk to his ex, but I'm not worried about it. Everybody catches him kissing other girls, but I'm not like, I, I'm in, I'm in shock. It's the craziest. Sidebar." Housewives of Dallas is interesting, season two. Hasn't only one episode aired so far, though? Two or three, I think. Um, But season one was so boring. This season actually has some oomph in it. It really was so boring. What else? Oh, Shaw's. Shaw's is crazy as ever, but also nothing's happening. Everyone's a fucking mess this season. I mean, Reza cries more than he's ever cried before. And his life's pretty together. It's about other stuff. Mike is in denial about his marriage or what you, old marriage. And possibly he's getting back together with her. That's some cool teasers. Um, Gigi got her boyfriend's name tattooed on her while she was in Israel. Israel. Uh, Mercedes is going to get Mercedes is going to get pregnant in a month. Asa is pregnant. I mean. Shervin's just... I don't like Shervin. I I He's liked Shervin ch- a lot last season when he was an actual character. Well, they're just... They're building up the, the him apparently cheating on his Australian girlfriend. And then the new one, I liked her more on the People's Couch. Well, she's only... She was only really part of the Israel trip. She's just more like... Because she doesn't... She doesn't get a talking head. In the like, beginning, at least. Now she does. Yeah, she does. I All right. Oh, yeah. She does. Um... And then, what else did we watch? Project Runway is so good. It's so good. I'm obsessed with this season of Project Runway. 
Oh, I was going to say, just the, the fact that they found those twins. Those twins! I mean, oh, just gold, reality television Indeed. gold. Indeed. They speak with a rhythm that annoys everybody, but also makes them want to tear their skin off. And indeed, and perhaps, maybe, I mean, they sound so pretentious and have absolutely no clue what they're doing. No. They make all the excuses. They've designed for Katy Perry and have worked for um, Betsy Johnson, yet cannot figure out an unconventional challenge and call their model curvy when she wasn't. She was just tall. She was just tall. She had like a normal, she was like a size six. They were like, girl, you are going to have some issues. Anyway, great TV. Just thought we'd mention those few things that I'm really into. Um, anything else? No. What's that? Uh, it, it's time. Take a quick break. Come back. The Swiffening. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Stop making that surprise face. It's so annoying. Yeah, you can't possibly be that surprised all the time. What's with that bitch? Don't call me that. Y'all. Oh, stop acting like you're all nice. You are so fake. <laughs> oh, there she goes, playing the victim again. What are you doing? Getting receipts. You're gonna edit this later. Uh, I, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. And we're back. Welcome back to Guy and Doll. I'm your guy, J.J. Perkins. I'm your doll, Hannah Story. And now we're talking about the thing that I woke you up tweeting about. Crawled out of a grave to annoy us. Because she crawls out of a grave. Yes, in the video. In the video. Um, the, the fucking just world-stopping release of Look What You Made Me Do, Taylor Swift's new single from her forthcoming album Reputation which Jesus fucking Christ I am so ready for this train wreck I've never yeah. been more prepared okay. I mean straight up like I mean like those old timey like 1890s let's all go sit on the hill and watch two boiler cars like ramming <laughs> each other like I got my popcorn and my parasol when does the show start? Do you have your picnic blanket? Yes. Good. I don't want you to get chickas. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about that. I don't even know where to begin, JJ. Do just, you know? Just pick a spot. Okay. There's kind of there's kind of nowhere bad to start because it's all bad. It's just this like giant yarn ball made of awful threads. She disappears on social media. She wipes all of her accounts Which clean. everyone, like, that. she's like the fourth person to do that. So right. immediately, everyone's like, oh, she's got an album coming out. She's got an album. She needs attention. And then spent four days... Everybody And then spent four days uploading one part of a video of a snake to be like, oh, is it a snake? Oh, I wonder if it's a snake. To the point where even Jezebel had a headline like, oh, big surprise. Yes, we all knew it was a snake. Um... It debuted at the Video the, Music Awards. The MTV. video did, yeah. Yes, the video did. The lyric video came out before the day so before. Did the song. Um, it shattered records. The song, yeah, song broke Ed Sheeran's record for most single day streams um, of a song on Spotify. It sits at forty three point five million. That was like four hours ago. Oh no no no, that was um, the record for twenty four hour period. That's how many views it had. Um, it had 31 million views at press time. At its peak, the video was attracting 3 million viewers per hour, uh, which, like, passed Desposito, Justin Bieber, and um, isn't it Daddy Yankee? And a third guy. And a third guy, which they're amazing. I love that song. Great work. And... Um, Adele's Hello, which was 27 million in that frame of time in 2015. Um, and then the Spotify data is like 23 million times it's been downloaded. Yeah, um, people, people, like, this is, and I mean, there's the contingent of, like, diehard Swifties who, like, are fucking literally playing cat games to try to get a chance to buy tickets to her, her tour. Yeah, talk. let's talk about that. But, 
uh, it's all hate listens. I'm guarantee you, it's no, a no, majority no. hate it's, listens, and it's working because the numbers are yeah coming out in her favor. And I was like, dang it, we're adding to her collection of views, even though we just want to be informed on this garbage, but we're watching it. Dad gum, it pisses me off. Um, I heard a friend tell me today that she it's like a secondary Taylor Swifty. What do they call the Taylor Swift fans? They have a name for them. I think it's Swifties. Is it Swifties? I'm pretty sure it's Swifties. Um, that this guy, he's like a grown man, and he like loves everything Taylor Swift does and doesn't like this. And I was like, that's right, because it's garbage. Um, samples, too sexy. Mm -hmm. it, By right said Fred. Huh? By right said Fred. Yes. Um, it, the chorus is especially obnoxious. Everything else I'm like, uh, the opening I kind of was like into, I was like, okay, not in my head. I think Jack Antonoff, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know if he just bowed down because all of Lord's stuff that he's done, I love. Lord's new album is great. I'm a big fan. I've always liked Lord since my downstairs neighbor. Okay, so y'all, I had this older guy who lived and his wife, who lived in my first apartment by myself, but on the like floor below me. And uh, he would sit outside and play his guitar all the time. And he'd be like, hey, how's it going? And he would always we'd talk music a lot. And one day he asked me if I knew who Lord was. This was like in 2011, 2012. This was right before everybody found out who it was. So this 50, 60, 60? I don't know how old he was. This older man found out about Lord. So since Steve told me, I've been super into Lord. I like it. I get it. She's amazing. I didn't really care for her performance in the VMAs. Well, she had the flu or something, right? Yeah, and but it was the dancing part that bothered me. It wasn't like... Right, but I'm just good. saying like... But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... She, she still did stuff. You've danced on the flu... On the flu. <laughs> you've danced with the flu before. I mean, yeah. Two-step two with the flu. That's... I did. Um... Anyway, so I think Jack Antonoff can do better, but I think he just let it happen. Here is the thing. Of all the things, like, Taylor Swift does not, for, for as much as her reputation is built upon, like, calling people out directly in her right. songs, whether it's ex-boyfriends or music critics or whatever, I mean... The real precedent for this song is Mean. Her song Mean. The one that she wrote about the guy who gave her a bad review. Right. Um, it's hard to be in a position of that much notoriety and complain about a trap you got yourself caught in and yeah. come off sympathetic. On top of that... She's doing this thing where she's trying to be self-reflexive about it. Right. To be like, I know this is ridiculous, but it doesn't matter because it's what I'm doing. And my stuff is relevant because it's personal and I'm talented. But then it all collapses upon itself because irony is not a foundation for art Irony is a reaction to a thing, and she is reacting to a, 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 a pit of snakes, to borrow a phrase, of her own making, and it's so infuriating, and I love every second of it. Yeah, and I'm... <laughs> People signed off on these decisions. Yeah. Everything about it's them. It's meticulous AF, like... I'm, when we get to a stopping point, I'm going to read the decoded thing, 13 things you missed that Rolling Stone posted. Cause I knew, well, everyone, like Vulture had a list. Like, no, yeah, everyone. no, I'm just going to read off some of the things because I think it's important to discuss how meticulous she is about this. Yet, her album will release 10 years after Kanye's mom. The 10th anniversary to the day of Kanye's mom dying. So, you can't be this meticulous and not know something like that. There's no way Which, she doesn't know or someone doesn't know and it wasn't And as I've seen it called on Twitter, I agree. It is a war crime that that is the release date of the album. It is. In terms of like caring about pop culture too much, releasing your, your, your like 
snapback album at a person who you threw under the bus on the 10th anniversary of his mother dying. Like, that is some... She is not, like, heel enough to pull off that. Like, Ugh. basically only peak Axl Rose could have done something like yeah, that. And one. even then, like, peak Axl Rose was still, like, too big. Like, Danzig. Maybe Danzig is the only person who could have done that. Yeah. I mean, I like that she wants to be a feminist. But she's quiet when elections start. She's loud when album sales are starting. It, she gets to pick and choose when she wants to be a role model. And I think also with the messages, Taylor can't come to the phone right now because she's dead. I think that is a terrible message to send to young girls. Um, just everything I've done in the past is overdone. I get to, I mean, I'm all about turning a new leaf and evolving. Well, I, I think it's less about turning a new leaf and more about, like... Her, her her reputation has been trashed, and so this is the only recourse she had left. This is the only action she was able to take to reclaim. Right. I think that's a bad thing but, but to say as a role model. I think you should put on your big girl panties and move on with your life and stop being petty. But, the, but that's, the, that's the thing. Like the, the, when, it, when you come to the, the end of the video, ends with her essentially parroting everything that yes. anyone's ever complained about on Twitter about her. There's a level of self-reflexiveness in there to be like, see, I know what I'm doing is ridiculous. But it's not, it's so earnest in its malice that it just, it it, it, it becomes, to, to keep the snake imagery, it's a fucking Ouroboros of uh, just failure. Yeah. I mean, she's, she, it, it's, it's a level of misguidedness that... I, again, cannot wait to spend four months dissecting. (laughs) Well, and she talks about Kanye specifically and talks about Katy Perry specifically. I understand that both of those artists have put out songs vaguely about Taylor. Kanye specifically about Taylor with Taylor's approval. And then she went back and said, oh, no, I didn't say that. And Kim was like, um, sorry, we have a recording, which is my favorite Kim Kardashian thing of all time. That's, uh, what a great wife. What a ride or die. Um, and then Swish Swish can be geared towards Taylor Swift. It is about Taylor Swift, but it's vague enough that it could be about anybody. It's not, she doesn't go in the music video and literally, like, there's a shot or the, the the scene of her running and crashing her car and she's dressed like like Katy Perry. Yeah. And then there's the um, the thing with her with the cat hat. The kitty hell, cats or whatever. That's supposed to be like, um, what was that song? Frick. The one, like the biggest YouTube song of all time. The Dark Horse one? Dark Horse. That's, those are supposed to look similar. Um, I just think it's, I don't know. It's so intentional with it, but it also feels like poor me at the same time. Right. That's the thing. You like, mean- Katie's like, come at me, girl. Like, and then Taylor does, and she's like, look at all these mean things you've said. I don't like it. Instead of being like, take this. She's like, I don't like the way your stage is tilted, Kanye. Like, I don't think that's a good insult. No, she's not she's not good at this kind of like super like her 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 platform for her her beef platform her USDA beef platform in the past has simply been the fact that she had a platform and she was willing to be like this person was shitty to me. Right. And you know, there's something in the early goings of that particularly cathartic about it. But at this point, when you are literally in your music video in a gilded cage, having a lobster dinner surrounded by armed bar- bodyguards. Like, again, you know you know what you're doing with the, that imagery. Right. You know you're being ridiculous and you're trying to, like, snap back at the... You, every, like... Ne- every uh, public image of you you perceive as negative. But in doing so, 
with such a kind of specific junior high pissiness that like only somebody like pink could pull off and even then yeah there's like real hurt there there's real hurt behind that she's immaturity. so genuine yeah this is straight up white girl problems it i mean pink has gone through stuff and she's very open about it and very and she uses it in her art Taylor Swift compares something. herself to Shakespeare or fucking uh, Julius Caesar yeah. because she got caught in a lie. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And she's doing a whole album about it. I mean, this thing is going to be Chris Gaines level bad. And I didn't think Chris you were going to. I didn't think you we were going to get that again. Uh oh. I'm so happy. Why Mar- is he barking? Because he agrees it's going to be Chris... Monty also thinks Monty, it's going to be Chris Gaines Come talk about bad. Taylor Swift. Come here. What? What? What is it? Taylor Swift? Garbage? Hot garbage? I know. He's wagging his tail. He agrees. Um, anything else you want to add to this? I know we could talk about forever, but I want to like mention some of the things on these lists. I Unless mean, you want to mention well, them. Okay, so... Before we talk about the... I mean, because we've kind of been just going around... And around because it's it's hard not to because there's so much. But here are my like concrete. Here are some concrete statements of mine about the the song itself. The bridge is good. The um, faux voicemail to end the song is so overplayed. I mean, like that was dead in 2008. Yeah, after telephone. Of- telephone was the last song that was yeah. allowed to do that, yeah. and it killed it. Literally. Like, and the song like, was called it, it, Telephone. It buried it. It, it buried that one. trope. Yep. Especially because people don't even fucking talk on phone. Who makes calls? Right. Taylor Swift to Kanye, which, which is a whole other thing. You just get caught in these, like, just fucking uh, cross currents of ironic attachment. And it's so hard to... It's so hard to find anything that sticks. And... Okay, Back to, but back to the song. The anti-chorus, the like voguing anti-chorus bullshit is is dumb. It's bad. Which, she doesn't have the no. like yeah. uh, attitude to pull something like yep. that off. That there is, it is. Because in most songs with that, I don't want to say most, but I like that kind of stuff. I really do. I'm into it. If it's someone who can pull it off, but that's can pull but, it off. But that's the thing. The, the, this this song, this video, and I'm 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 sure this album cycle is so designed around. If you're poking holes at it, she's gonna be like, "But see, that's the point. Like you can't win. It's like fighting." A Nazi on Twitter. <laughs> You're just like you're not, not that Taylor Swift is a Nazi, no, even no, though no. she fighting words. You know, I don't know. I wouldn't she, say that. She might have voted for Trump. Uh, probably. Who knows? Because she did not. Did. Uh, yeah. You're just like you can't win because they don't operate on your level. Right. Your level being logical sanity. Uh, so yeah, let's just let's just kind of go through the video uh, beat by beat. And um, talk about how crazy it is. Okay. So the video opens with this overhead shot of like uh, medieval grounds looking like some real Dark Souls or uh, Bloodborne shit. I love campy graveyards. And I didn't like it. There's literally gravestones in the shape of a TS. Yeah. Like, and she comes out looking like Jane Eyre Thriller. Well, it's her out-of-the-woods dress. Right, but I mean, like... Right. She's clear... Like, Joseph Kahn and her... who Joseph Kahn directed the video. It's... it's They're clearly, like... This is part of this kind of grand pop star statement. You can't have a music video with zombies without, like, connecting to Thriller in some way. Right. They want it to be that kind... They want the hype and the impact of this video to be in that tier and it's it's such an insane reach that i that the the video of the song just can't uh it has to be a good song for that to work yeah has to be a good song anyway 
And so she's dancing in the graveyard, making it tilt, because she says the thing about tilting. She's burying a version of herself, and then it match cuts to her in a bathtub of jewels and a single dollar bill because of the lawsuit. I'm okay with the lawsuit stuff. Here, not my issue with the dollar bill or, like, showing it, like, specific or, like, I have never seen somebody lose as much goodwill as quickly as she has. I mean, like, literally two weeks before this song came out, she was riding high on, like, making a stand for victims of sexual harassment. It was and like amazing. N- nothing but good press. I even told you, I said, maybe I like Taylor Swift now. Because the way she handled all of it was so brave. Um, she wasn't going to put up with it. She could have easily dropped it and let it go because she's so busy and has so much to do. And that's what a lot of victims of that status do. Um, his career was basically already ruined, but she dug its grave her, in the Taylor Swift graveyard that tilted. Um, and she she won one dollar. That's all she wanted because she doesn't need the money. She wants him to suffer, and he deserves to. And then she does this. Right, and just all that, boop, like in terms of a, like, not to talk about a sexual harassment trial from a PR standpoint, but like, how, how... That is like, I don't, you're, and you're, I don't think she did it for a PR. No, 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 no. I really don't. No, I mean, because she didn't time when the trial would happen. But like, she is playing with house money at that point in terms of like public goodwill. Yeah. And it just immediate. I mean, just the scale of it is impressive. Yeah. And I think should be applauded almost for yeah. its audacity to just immediately tank the most goodwill you would ever have with your career worst achievement. Yeah. Did you see the et to brute on the golden throne? Yeah, that's what I was talking. That's why. I, well, I didn't know. Yeah, and it's also in the pillars and stuff, and it's you know snakes serving her tea, which mm-hmm. like she uses memes like a mom uses memes, like I you know, you know she sends minion ma- macros well, to her group she's, text. She's serving tea. Right. No. Exactly. I'm rolling my eyes so hard. She is mom aged by now, isn't she? She's like 30. Isn't she like 28? Mom age. Moms are 28. Uh, moms are also 16. The, yes. But, I mean, anyway, she's acting like a teenager is my point. Yeah. And so much of her, her whole career arc has been about these like modulations of teen angst. Right. And most of the time, we're, or basically up until now, the yeah. first five albums did that well. Yeah. And, uh, man, it's, this is just such a miscalculation. Back to the video. Snakes. I'm, like, there's the bit with the snakes, and then the bit where she crashes a gold Lamborghini... Dressed like Katy Perry. Because Katy Perry has not won any Grammys and Taylor Swift has. Yes, and she's holding a Grammy in the car wreck in front of the Taylor Swift store. Which, uh, then there... Which, that's like a confusing thing. You're dressed like Katy Perry, but then also you... Uh, like, pick a lane. Um, there's the bit about her robbing a streaming company. Mm-hmm. Because she, like can make or break Spotify, which, like, you know, from a labor standpoint, I'm all about exercising creative control over, like, the output of your labor. Do that. But um, then to make, like, a big show of it in a video where you're talking about your... the How everyone... Yeah. Like, again, it's, it's all part about, like, the, the public slights against her that she... Uh, can't overcome and like she doesn't you know she's just being her and doing being a reasonable person why am she pokes fun at herself like somebody who doesn't have a sense of humor and the thing she says about herself or makes fun of with herself if someone were to say that to her she would get her feelings hurt and she would get angry or upset or 
It's like you can't... Like, like the bit about the, like, plastic step for YZ dominatrix squad. Yeah. Talking, you know, like, he's like, I get it. I, you know, I get what this image is. I'm trying to reappropriate that image for uh, my own needs. But it's it, it exists in such a realm of... Uh, sectioned off privilege that she, you know there's no punching it's it's a whole album cycle of punching down yeah and it's she's not gonna come out the other side looking good okay i need ex- explanation on the formation why did she choose to do the formation thing because this whole video is all about her existing in this um spectrum of, of of pop culture and and pop starlet dumb the i mean you you the the the, the video checks the aesthetics of uh lemonade era beyonce and like um monster era gaga with like the leather right and the, and the studs and the biker chicks and then also like uh miley cyrus and katie perry's kind of like pop art trash aesthetics right it's about her existing in the spectrum that she doesn't exist in supposedly gotcha but then also uh she's allowed you know it's her acting out because it's her now being able embodying all these molds modes molds modes because she now has the freedom to do that because her reputation is trash so why try to continue to curate her image in her way why when the system didn't work for her from her point of view why not now just embrace all of this but also make fun of it yeah because i'm like uh beyonce kind of did nothing to you she yeah like it's it's such a weird i bet beyonce's like what (laughs) and doesn't care probably at all but beyonce's like really and todrick hall knows better but todrick hall will do anything for money um, as will most people. As will most people. Did you know that eight dancers are her eight exes? Oh, God, of course, yes. Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Connor Kennedy, Harry Styles, Calvin Harris, and Tom Hiddleston, and they're wearing the I Heart TS uh, shirt the from Hiddleston. the Thomas. Do you think that relationship was real? Oh, no. I, I mean, it's an open secret that that relationship okay. was not real. That's what I thought, but I, I mean, was... he wore a, he wore an I Heart Taylor Swift t-shirt in the ocean. I know, but... He was so good at Crimson Peak. Yeah, he's great in Crimson Peak. Okay. I love Crimson More people should see Crimson Peak. Go watch Crimson Peak and then write us about it. We have a Gmail account. Um, and then she, does, she like stands on top of the mountain. This is what fucking got me when I was watching this at the coffee shop last night because I don't have internet in my new apartment. So, close up on her face... Green light in the background. She's wearing a sweater jumpsuit. Body yes. suit. Big old T in the background. Camera starts to back... But! Camera starts to pan backwards and you see this green light comes from a vertical bar and a crossbar. And for a split second I'm like, please be a cross. Please be a cross. <laughs> and, and that's the whole thing. It's her being crucified on the T of herself. But then also... That's kind of what, that's also what a crucifix is, is a T. So it's this, it's this double entendre of her image being what crucifies her, and then she's being crucified on top of all of her old personas, and woe is me, but I'm taking it back. And there's, there's such a level of unchecked ego in that whole image that I admire on like a purely like batshit thank you for giving us this craziness level like it like it's you know bad decision thank you everyone said yes to it Mm -hmm. i like it's such a perfect insight into the misguidedness of this whole operation and I'm so pleased we get to experience it because there's something so. Because it's hard to view, it's hard to see this right now 
but in like three years, this is the most human Taylor Swift is ever going to look. Is yeah. when you see the kind of like pissy annoyances that get under people's skin and make them look like the shittiest possible version of themselves. Yeah. Like, there's sympathy to be drawn from that, but not in the immediate, like, aftermath of it. We're still in the after, you know, we're still in the aftershock of this. Uh, it's going to be a bit before someone's going to write, like a, like, a hot take about how this is all actually good, and it all, but it'd be a relevant take and not just a take for clicks. Um... I mean, it's magnificent that that part specifically. I've seen people screen grab and pick out her outfits and what they're from, and I mean, go into specifics because right, it's, it's that detail. The, the video is meant to be poured over and dissected, and we're freaking to, doing to it. To, I know that's what like. There's no winning. You ignore it, and then you're not giving respect. To this incredible thing that's happened. Well, and we then have you, to look at it. It's and just then if, part of this yeah, year. And then if you try to deflate it, then you, you know, you're automatically on the losing end of it. Right. Because it's like, see, this is what I said was going to happen. And then if you embrace it, you're a shitty person. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> um, so then we go to the ending. With her and the hanger with all the 14 different versions of herself. Right. Yeah, like, again, where it's the bit about how, like, why do you look so surprised all the time? Like, I don't want to be part of this narrative. Fucking quoting Hamilton in the year of our Lord 2017. Like, what? Oh, my God. Um, Let's talk about the t-shirt names. Her friends on the You Belong With Me Geek t-shirt. Because this is kind of interesting to me. Um, it's only the first names, but Gigi Hadid, Martha Hunt, Abigail Anderson, Blake Lively, and Ryan Reynolds. I didn't know they were friends. Yeah. Weird. Carly, or I mean Claire Kill- Kissinger, Ed Sheeran, Selena Gomez, Selena Dunham, the Haim sisters, and Todrick Hall. But no Carly Kloss, no Lord, no Ruby Rose. Should we be looking into that? But that's the thing. Is it something we should be looking into? Who cares? But then if you say who cares, then like, ah, yeah. it's, you know, I'm I'm actually starting to, like, get a headache yelling about this. Well, which means I've lost. I'd very much like to be excluded from the, this narrative is referencing a line from um, the response to her feud with Kanye. Right, but also, right. it's a ha- like, beneath that, it's a Hamilton quote. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. And Kanye, chill as hell, just walking out in public with a kick-ass My Bloody Valentine t-shirt. Oh, yeah. And, um... Love that man. Did you see Kim's Instagram post today? The ones of the photo shoot with her... Yes. The, the America's New First Lady photo Oh, shoot. my God. It's She looks stunning. Yeah. And North is adorable. There's a um, uh, editor for Nylon Magazine that I follow. Her name is Marissa Smith, I think. Um, and her joke is that she loves, she and North have the same style. Like, she's like, she always posts pictures of herself and North wearing, like, eerily similar outfits. And it's my favorite thing. Because that kid... Has got all the style. I mean, I know it's her parents, but I think North probably has a lot of style. She chooses some of it. Um, what else? Yeah, Kanye doesn't care. That's the thing. No one cares. Not e- like even the 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 like snippy thing of premiering the video at yeah. Katy Perry's first hosting gig. Like no one. It's it's a thing unto itself. Well, and she didn't it's, even show up. Right, which is like it's because she's dead. It's punching at nothing for the purpose of making a point about how twisted the media creates relationships among artists, and I, I'm I'm starting to sound incoherent. Is this? 
Her which, version of performance art? Yes. Okay. But it, it's, you know... By, like, not showing up, do you know they, like, of course, strategically, Katy Perry didn't announce the video and didn't come on after the video. They, like, had her completely out of all of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Had her tied her down in a big Cheeto bag or something. <laughs> do you want a big Cheeto bag, Monty? I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it because I could talk about it all day. Um, I do like her hair that she went with her like crazy curly. It looks like she got a perm washed out. That's her hair though. Because if you think back to like old Taylor Swift, country Taylor Swift, she had that curly, unruly hair and it's been gone for forever. And so she like went back to it. I don't like it with the bangs. Um, but I, I, don't like, I don't mind it. I think it's the most real she's been in a while. I like the wavy side pony look in the bathtub. In terms of her hair in this video. I like this. I actually like the slip back with the T. Um, she does have like very specific ears. Um, but I, th- I think she looks like hot mom. I don't know why she looks like a mom there, but she does to me. Um, I'm all about... Last last phase was uh, midriffs and or was a uh, high waist and crop tops and this wave is uh, thigh high boots. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Every just thigh high boots all around. I'm all about speaking up for yourself and standing up for yourself. However, I don't think, have a point. I don't think she's doing it for that. I think she's doing it to remind everyone that she's relevant and that people still want to get at her and that her career would be so much better if these things hadn't happened. But, I mean, come on. Katie got a dancer that was yours. Big whoop. There are thousands and millions of dancers who would die to work for you. I don't know why, because she can't... That formation section, she looks terrible yeah, dancing. And, but then, like, if you say she looks terrible dancing, then you're just feeding into it. But you've also already played that card, and you wore the outfit from the video where you played that card in this video. Like, it's enough to make you want to throw up your hands and be like, I give up. But then she wins that way, too. I'm trying very hard to be aware of any kind of, like, I'm trying not to sound like a chauvinist talking about this video. Yeah. But it's... it's it can get And there. again! You, ah, That's what she uh, wants. I'm um, losing my mind. And uh, it's... We got, we got three more months of this. And it's it's going to be great. Like, but... Whew! You know, sometimes you, you see the... What's next move for Taylor Swift? I'm trying to decide if... It would make sense for her. I mean, because you know she's going to release another single before the album comes out, right? But with something with such a, with something that's such a statement like this, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, maybe you just probably tease? probably something like oh, there's going to be another tease. There's going to be you know phase two with a tease of something, but it, the single the next single might only come out like a week before the album. And then, you know, what is this? Which, she's also releasing a version of the album that's a 16-page magazine that you know is just going to be sold at Target or something. Oh, it is. It's literally Target for $19.99. Which, again, because it's a a narrative about the media and now how she's the media. Oh, my. Handwritten letters. And and photo spreads. Photo spreads and... um, Lyrics and... I... I want to know, I need to ask because I, I deal with children. I want to know what kids think about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated too. Let's go because find some children. Let's go find some children and figure out what they think about it. Do they like it? Do they think it's cool? Because I don't see any kids thinking this is cool. Literally the only person in my network of, my, in my social networks that I've seen like it, is my cousin, who is a day one ride or die Swift. Taylor Swift stan. Stan. 
So, which, you know, that doesn't count. I just, I don't even... I think she's gone so far off of who she really is. I don't think this is really her. I think it... No, that's the thing. I think this is. I think deep down, this is the kind of petty shit she thrives on. And it's great that she's being honest about it, but she's not being earnest about it. She's being ironic about her honest feelings. And that's something a 15-year-old does. I think she thinks she has gained power with this and is manipulating, but I don't know if she genuinely fully wants this. You, uh, you don't do this if you don't want... I don't think you don't... I don't know. It just doesn't feel... Well, it's either that or you're so insulated that no one's going to tell you, hey, um, yeah. maybe don't put on that black wig and make rock music. You right. know? Right. Don't gains it. Don't be a gains. Uh. I think a good note to leave it on is this tweet by at Caterade okay. on Twitter that All I right. saw in my feed, feed this it morning. To us. When Kanye took that VMA from Taylor, I was like, oh, weird. Not, this will psychologically cripple both artists, driving them to madness. I mean, is it driving him to madness? I mean, he was literally hospitalized. But is that why? No, but I think that, you know, it's a clear demarcation point. Um, I remember when that happened, for the first time... I understood someone I literally interrupting someone else. Like, I, I got it. That was the first time I was like... No, you're... Oh, yeah. Yes, he, He's right. being rude, but he's right about it. I remember thinking she didn't look as upset as I thought she should be. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, I mean, she just seemed to be in shock. Which, I don't know. You know, whatever, but... I'm not here to judge somebody's reaction to a crazy thing. I just thing. can't believe we're still having to talk about it. It's it's because they do. Yeah. You know? Maybe they're in, in, in ways In ways both successful and sometimes it seems like they are. Like with yeah. the, the line from Life of Pablo. Yeah. Which I defend that as the first true streaming record. Fuck off, Drake. Views isn't the first... Like, right. the first real record of the streaming age is The Life of Pablo, but that's for another podcast. Okay. So, that's this thing. We're exhausted by it, but I'm, I'm you know, I got my pigment blanket. I'm ready for the ride. I'm ready for the show. Parasail. Parasail. So, that being said... Uh-huh. That's our episode. That's our episode. That's our episode. Um, Thank you for listening again. Thank yeah. you for listening to this thing. We like doing it. Yeah, and um, we haven't been able to do it in a few weeks, and it's really good to be back. And we, even though it kind of didn't work out in either of our schedule today, we were like, forget it. We're going to make it happen. We really want to talk about this. We really need this out. For you, the people. For the, <laughs> is that your bane? That's my bane. Oh, he's so hot, Tom Hardy. He I never watched, gets to show his face. I watched Inception last night before I went to bed, and that's, you know, for as much as Tom Hardy covers his face by being another act, you know, other yeah. actors for a couple bits, that's a real good, it's a real good sexy Tom Hardy movie. He is suave in that. I still didn't watch any Taboo. Was it any good? Eh, I only saw the first episode, and I'm like, I will catch this later. Later, yeah, you not know? important. But it's Tom Hardy with crazy eyes and a crazy hat. What more do you need? It's all my things. It's got those, like, um, Sleepy Hollow vibes with more violence. Anyway. Um, Some guy loses his head, his head in that. <laughs> Literally loses his head. In Taboo? In Sleepy Hollow. Well, yeah, but <laughs> in a, like, whimsical way. Ladies and gentlemen, the Roadhouse is proud to welcome the Nine Inch Nail. So, uh, 
They can find us on... Yes. You can find us on Twitter at Guy and Doll Pod. Yep. You can find us on Instagram at Di- Guy and Doll. I'm, spoon- I'm so tired. I'm spoonerizing everything. At Guy and Doll Pod. Please support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Guy and Doll Pod. Guy and Doll Podcast. Just search Guy and Doll on Patreon. You'll find it. Yeah. Uh, any amount you would want to give to support the show, we appreciate or just listen to it. Even yeah. then, we appreciate all comers. I'm at the Hint Story on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at JJ Perkins7661 on Twitter. That's all I use. He doesn't do Instagram. Good luck finding me anywhere else. I got a text. I shout out Ryan. Um, she texted me last night and was like, Where's JJ's tweets about the VMAs? I miss them. And I thought that was the sweetest thing she could have said. <laughs> but you didn't have internet, so. I told her, and she's like, oh, that makes sense. I gotta miss Katy Perry looking at his fidget spinner. Her performance is... Speaking of bad albums, I guess she is also in the midst of career-worst decisions. I I just... She went with a new direction. And it's a bad... It's a basketball direction. Basketball this is not space change. Okay, sorry. Good night. Well, it's not for us. It might not be night. Good night, good day, good morrow. Thank you for listening. Thanks. See, see you next time, whenever that is. Monty says bye. Bye.